What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Today, we're talking about financial markets and a theory I like to call perceived solvency. Um, I think this is a backbone of a lot of the way the current financial markets work. It's a not discuss, and it's a concept that almost brought down the broker Robinhood. Um, and in, in many ways, in all of the blowups in financial history almost, this to me seems to be sort of the fulcrum, the crux of all of it is the perceived solvency. So I want to make a quick episode talking to you about this term that I think I'm, I pretty much just made up. I don't know if it's actually a word or not, um, that I use to describe um, the notion that a company that is burning capital is not financially sustainable on its own, relies on something called perceived solvency. All of their market participants, their customers, their stakeholders, their shareholders, and their investors that they need for more capital must all believe in the solvency of the company. They have to believe that that company will continue to exist and operate solvent. A company that's solvent means it's operating, its money's good, they can continue doing business. Um, a company that's not solvent would be bankrupt and going out of, out of business. So your customers have to believe you're going to stay in business. You know, I'm going to buy your product. You got to ship it out to me. You know, it, it breaks. I need you to give me a new one. So I want to make sure you're still around. Uh, my current shareholders, like, okay, I'm going to sell my stock if, you know, something's going wrong and you're about to go bankrupt. I want to get my money out. And then your new shareholders who constantly have to give you money because your business is burning capital. So all of those stakeholders need to believe that you have solvency in your entity. And if you do not, and that's so that's what I call perceived solvency. And so when you look at a company like Robinhood that all of a sudden was getting, you know, because of a third party apparently had all these fees increase and had to put up a huge amount, hundreds of millions, almost potentially billions of capital um, to collateralize their business out of nowhere, the solvency all of a sudden started to, to dwindle. And this is something I tweeted about was like the per perceived solvency of Robinhood's going down. Everyone's tweeting about how they might go bankrupt. Everyone's tweeting about how they need money. Robinhood doesn't make money on their own. They're a venture-backed company. They constantly need, need to raise funding. So what did they do? They raise a billion. And the next day, they raise $2.4 billion. They raised $3.4 billion almost overnight at probably a much lower valuation than they had in the past. So, or I don't know. And so, actually, I don't know that. But um, I just think to me, this was a moment of extreme fascination that I had with where if everybody believes that Robinhood is this it company, they're worth 10 billion plus, you know, everyone's giving them money, everyone's begging to invest in them because they're perceived to be solvent, even though they're not making money. So they're reliant on this perceived solvency. Um, it's especially important when you think about a financial institution. But then the second, you know, everyone's like, oh, wait, Robinhood's about to go out of business. All of a sudden their customers pull out money. So their business doesn't look as good. Their existing shareholders want to sell because those customers are declining. I don't know. I think Robinhood actually is seeing strong customer numbers during this moment. But anyway, that's, I'm just for the purpose of the theory. Um, so the customers pull out, the existing investors want to pull out, and those investors who wanted to keep giving you capital, stop giving you new capital. So the second you are perceived as insolvent, then your company actually becomes insolvent. So it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. And this is why the financial markets are so important. They seem like this out there sort of concept that isn't understood, but they're so important because they, they show whether your company is perceived to be solvent or not, which dictates all of the future capital you're gonna have access to, which if you're a company that can't sustain its own operations with internally generated cash flow, needs to rely on. So Tesla um, was relying on perceived solvency for so long and actually made a whole video about how Jim Chanos's argument, and this is one of the reasons I thought some of these billionaires shorting Tesla were BS, their whole argument was that Tesla needs to keep raising money. They're not making money and they need to keep raising money and, and keep getting money. And the second everyone wants to stop giving them money, um, you know, the company's going to implode, which was true. And so, yes, Tesla was re relied on perceived solvency because they were spending so much money to grow their production, so much money on service, so much money to just build this incredible technology company. Um, and like every other startup that's growing through that early startup phase, you have to rely on perceived solvency. So that's why I was so bullish and went so hard on attacking the shorts against Tesla because it was like, you don't have an argument. The customers love the product. The future roadmap is huge. Elon's running the company. The potential for this is out of the world insanely huge. 
and they're hitting all their milestones. They've accomplished so much with so little. It looks like they're burning a lot, but relative to what they've accomplished, it's so much. Like this is the company we should totally be keep giving capital, should you know keep getting funded until the point it succeeds, which has now happened, and they can get to be profitable on their own, and they don't rely on this perceived solvency anymore. But that was the shorts. What, what the shorts were attacking, and to me, why it was so, so nefarious, it wasn't like, oh, the company's bad, or this is going to happen. I mean, they were saying the company's bad, but really, if you listen to their arguments, it was that they needed outside capital, and that outside capital could stop at any moment. And by going on CNBC, and by putting this theory out there, they were essentially creating this prophecy that Tesla would immediately not be able to raise capital and go insolvent. So they were trying to create their own reality um, by attacking the perceived solvency of Tesla and trying to convince people it was insolvent so that it would actually become insolvent. So I don't know if this is making any sense, but I just this Robinhood uh, situation got me scheming on this because this is how all the financial markets work. If you're a bank and you lend out for every $1 you have in the bank, $10, you have to rely on the fact that everyone thinks you're solvent. Otherwise, they're all going to ask for their money back at the same time and you will be insolvent. So almost every financial institution, especially in the fractional reserve system, relies on perceived solvency. And this idea that the second your stakeholders start saying, wait, and we start selling, and then your stats go down, and then more people start selling, then you are perceived insolvent and it becomes you actually become insolvent. So I think this notion of perceived solvency is one of the a lens that I look at every single company for on the market. And um, I just think it's more pertinent than ever. And so I'd love to know if you think I'm crazy or if you love this theory, please leave it in the comments below. Peace.